0: Rural Music proudly presents
1: Sounds on Vinyl, the show that celebrates collecting and listening to vinyl.
0: And now here are your hosts, Mike and Phil.
1: Hey, hey, welcome to the very first episode of season 5 of the Sounds on Vinyl show. We're happy you're here. My name is Phil Boyer. At least I think it is after all the whiskey that we've been drinking getting ready for the show. And as always from the other side of that that giant open sea, all that water, we've got my brother from another mother, Mr. Mike Svensson. Mike, what the hell is going on?
2: Uh, it's not much, actually. Not much? But boring, Just, great, yeah. dark, Sweden, depressing. No, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I hate the cold, though. But yeah. It's it's all always about music. I tend to go more in depth with the music, buying loads of of new records and and really getting into the stuff when it's getting dark outside. Yeah, Going. you you
1: kind of sort of hibernate in, yeah. and listen to more music yeah. during the winter. Yeah, yeah,
2: or or maybe it's just an excuse to buy more records. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like you need an excuse. Come on, like you need an excuse. Just make it I, happen. Yeah, make it happen. Yeah. All but right. That's well, that's it. That's it. All right. Well, this episode for this season, we are going to have some fun. We are going to be talking about the the sixties, nineteen sixty to nineteen seventy. You know, when rock music was sort of all over the place, right? You had everything from the Beatles to Zeppelin, Deep Purple, Steppenwolf. You had, you know, the the folk stuff with Dylan. You had all that stuff. I mean, music was, it was a great time. There was a lot of different stuff to listen to, regardless of your taste. And, And I think that might be why, you know, for us that at our age, you sort of have that that a- eclectic taste, right? We we, we yeah. gravitate to rock for sure, but we're not afraid to listen to to something else like the blues. No because man, there's a lot of, especially with Zeppelin, there's a lot of blues going on, Damn. right? Yeah, I remember
2: uh, her uh, hearing Led Zeppelin for the first time. I'm, mean, I, I mean, whole lot of love and 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 all that good stuff. It's it's it it struck a chord in me. I'm, I mean, it was so it's so well written and and i'm a more like a a bluesy kind of guy i like white snake and 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 all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and so i had a it was easy for me going into led zeppelin and and even the doors cuz you you had that like bluesy vibe in 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 the 60s rock and roll i think which i thought mm-hmm. cuz i i like the, the the stones too and you can hear it in their in their music also. So it, it, it was a great time. I mean, and it's mm-hmm. also a, a good time for musicians in in particular to to I mean to evolve and and discover uh, different kinds of styles and recordings and 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 what to do in a, in a recording studio and so forth. So that mm-hmm. era also grew with with different kinds of of. Um, uh, recording abilities and and so forth.
1: So it, it was a, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and let's talk about one of those bands that that did some eclectic stuff. They were also one of the most popular bands, pretty much of all time. I guess you could say, but especially in the '60s. Now, I, I'd hesitate to call these guys a rock band even though they were, but they were known as a pop band. And of course, we're talking about the Beatles. But before we get to that, when the fuck did pop become a genre? (laughs) Oh, man. I I Because, I mean, pop stands for popular, popular music. Yeah. I mean, and again, when we're talking about the 60s, you've got all this different kinds of music. That's why it's popular but yeah. somehow along the way pop became a genre
2: but uh, isn't it l- like you you had to at a certain point when you got all the the black music that that came out uh in, in the beginning that, that white people had to know what they were listening to i mean I, I know there's a lot of records that that get labeled and i think it's from like that period in time that that People that are listening to music, they don't. They, they have to know what they're listening to, so, so they label everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I think that rock rock and roll or rock music came from like the blues w- with with um, the black artists th- that came out. I mean, BB King and John Lee Hooker and and uh, Sonny. Bob all and the and, Yeah, all the greats. Yeah, uh, so then. Elvis was the one that put that on the scene, doing all the original material from the black community, but doing it like a white person, uh, (laughs) if you know what I mean. And, And then you got rock and roll out of that. And then, so what the fuck is everything else that doesn't sound like that?
1: Here's where I have a problem with, with pop as a genre. So if you look at pop in the sixties or even in the fifties, like you're referring to with Elvis, right? Mm. Elvis and, um, you know, Billie Holiday and all those, that stuff, right? Pop, that was the popular music. But now, Mm. like, if you look at today or even, you know, within the last 20 years, you have everything from Britney Spears to, I don't even know because I don't listen to the, to the pop music these days. I couldn't even, you know, is Post Malone, all jokes aside, is, is he pop music? You mm-hmm. know, what, all, all that kind of stuff that yeah. really is so completely different than what we had back in the, the 50s, 60s, and even 70s to a certain extent. I mean, you look at the 70s, the pop music was shit like Aerosmith and... You know blue oyster colt and and stuff like that, right yeah, and we, then you, we didn't you, have all this these you know boy bands and you know these women coming up there singing Mariah Carey and all that stuff right mm-hmm. we we didn't have that back then, it was actual
2: and then you got like bands. Michael, yeah, and then you got michael jackson who who was like the king of pop, if Elvis was the right, yeah
1: so see, what kind of music is michael jackson i guess pop pop music i don't but know that's but <laughs> you see i don't know man it, it's it's one of those weird things like it, i don't feel like pop and it's like indie rock what the fuck is indie rock indie rock's not a genre either it's like pop it somehow became this this classification for bad music
2: yeah but, really? but it isn't not that michael like...
1: jackson's not talented or his music's bad. I I just, I think music has gone on a decline. And again, where you know, pop music, in my opinion, speaking only for myself, it's become where we, we, we take some good looking woman and we put her on stage, dress her a certain way. And now she's a a big pop artist. Mm -hmm. And that's what, what pop music is today. It's not these artists that get popular on their own, like Elvis or, you know, the the '70s bands like Kiss and all that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you could argue Kiss is a pop band mm-hmm. because they were popular. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Where does it end? Where does we, it end? Ah,
2: I don't know. It's it's way too deep for me.
1: It, it, <laughs> it's like <laughs> way too deep. There's yeah. not enough whiskey yet. We, <laughs> got, we gotta we gotta start bringing the whole bottle if we're gonna get yes. into that. So so let's switch gears now the Beatles. Now we talk mm-hmm. about all these different influences and the Beatles were very, I mean, they, they, they were kind of all over the place. They had yeah. everything from their, their rock and roll to even a little bit of country on some songs. The mm-hmm. blues were definitely yeah. in, in there. I and they, mean, they have a lot of stuff kinda... from, from India too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, so so what do you think? Are are the, the Beatles a rock band or are they a pop band?
2: Well well um I think Because that I
1: know what you've said about the Beatles. Yes. I know what you said.
2: It's it's like that. I I'm torn. on the other hand, it it's sort of like it's the Beatles is sort of like uh, uh, what it is with Abba for me. because uh, I I grew up not listening to to ABBA's music at all, uh, it was there in the mixes. Since I am a Swede, uh, I had a, a younger cu- uh, or older cousins that that listened to ABBA a lot. Uh, they were actually huge fans of ABBA. Uh, it was ABBA's music was nothing that I took to my liking i i was looking for more guitars more distortion and more of everything but the funny thing is i grew up in in the early 80s was a teenager in in the mid 80s and in like i think it was 2003 or something like that i went to london with my wife and we went to see Mamma Mia. We got uh, tickets in, in, in like a couple of hours before the, the show was about to start. And oh, it's cool. My wife is, is a real fan about, uh, of, of ABBA. So, so I thought, what the hell? This could be fun. I could actually sing every fucking song in that show. I knew it by heart, and I didn't even own an ABBA record. I shit you not, mm. it's it's in the DNA of a Swede. In in I mean, growing up in the in in the eighties, it's it's sort of like it's it's in there in the mix. And of course, I had to go out and buy buy um, some some ABBA vinyl records after that. But it's it's sort of like that with the Beatles. I I know a lot of their stuff. I know a lot of their songs. I, I I I think I've even played drums in a cover band that played some ABBA songs way back when. Um, but it, I never bought any albums with them. The, it, it was it was in in that period of time. It was the Stones for me because they were more like bluesy rock and roll than the Beatles. So for me. The Beatles is not a rock and rock band per se. It's more like a pop band because they got like all the harmonies and melodies and so forth. That is similar to what people nowadays called pop music. But of course, in in the early sixties when they started out, it it had to be some some like rock in there because I, I mean. I don't know. But to me, Beatles is not a a rock rock band. I don't see them as a rock band. I see them as a more like a pop band. They're geniuses in writing music, of course. Both Lennon and McCartney. I mean, you can't deny that. Even I can't deny that. But it, it's... I don't know. It's one of those bands that I wish that I... I liked even more than i do i i wished i had all the albums and 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 so forth but but i don't because it's not for me
1: it's not, not for me for you. No. so unlike a lot of musicians you know you you were not influenced by the Beatles. No. so the, in the no. when you're writing music it's not influenced at all by no. the beatles
2: no not at all not at all
1: no, no not at all
2: i tend to go more with with um Going back to the roots, I, I'm more influenced of old black blues musicians as John Lee Hooker and B.B. King and, and Sonny Boy Wilson and all that Rudy stuff. Uh, that's more for me. I tend to go with like Zeppelin and, and White Snake and Bad Company, The Black Crows, when you talk about newer bands Mm -hmm. and and that kind that sets me off every
1: time interesting yeah because you know you you hear all the time you know when you you hear these magicians being interviewed and it's like well you know who are you influenced by eight out of ten times the beatles come up in those kind of interviews and conversations and stuff and in fact we had um philip shouse on a couple times yeah yeah he's like he's like mr beatles like this dude is He's like such a fan of of the Beatles, and in his top five when he was on in season four, I think two two of his records were two of his top five were Beatles records. Yeah, and uh, you know he was talking about uh, Rubber Soul. Did this is actually let, let's bring that in. This is what he had to say about Rubber Soul.
0: Rubber Soul to me, because I'm a, such a huge fan of the early period as well. A lot of people kind of shy, shy away from it, which I don't understand because it's, it's fucking genius. Um, yeah. It's the Beatles. Uh, but I love that one because it was just when they were, it, Revolver is even more towards the new later, like, you know, late 60s sound. And Rubber Rubberstool is kind of the one that's right in between what they were going to be and what they had been. I mean, every record is different. You know, every record with them is completely mm-hmm. different. And they grew every time and they pushed boundaries with every single album. And this one mm-hmm. I love because it's right when they were just about to, you know. Two records from then was completely different. Two years from then, which is insane to think about that, what they were doing yeah. every year. Two years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and it's this one's so cool because when I got my Hofner bass uh, like last year I think early, or late early this year I just got one because my friend uh, was selling one I bought one from Michael Wagner he was selling uh, all his guitars and I went and bought his popper and um, so just for fun from my own I was starting to pick out Beatles basslines because McCartney's my hero and everything um, <laughs> and so I went for a lot of rubber soul stuff and it was really it hit me then what the album title meant it is their soul and R& b album completely. Especially if you listen to the bass and you learn all those bass lines, it is like you're playing Motown songs.
2: Yeah, yeah. Paul McCartney is a great bass player, and it's he mm-hmm. got Man. so
0: much from Jamerson and from all that stuff. And like when yeah. you listen to it and you isolate the bass, you're like you're playing uh, "Drive My Car." Don't ding ding ding. It's like respect. It's just like mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. This is really it's <laughs> it's you can tell how so cool. much. And how hard they were listening to that stuff at that time, because it really all of that stuff reflects what they were doing. That's a big one.
1: So that that's Philip Schaus talking about his his talking about the Beatles. Yeah, that guy knows so much shit about the Beatles. It's fucking yeah. nuts. And for it's those of you crazy. who
2: don't know who Philip Schaus is, he, he is uh, he he plays with Accept, uh, the German metals uh, metal gods, if you will. Except and and he plays with Ace Freely and he's played with Gene Simmons in his band too. So that's Philip Shells for you. Yeah, hearing him talk about, I get excited when I hear Philip talk about the Beatles like that. Uh, so I actually went went out and 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 try to listen to Rubber Soul and 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 whatnot, and I listened to Abbey Road. I mean for me it has to be an album that with like let's say ten songs where I like at least five or six songs and the other other four that I can grow into mm-hmm. listening but it's not that with the Beatles for me. It's sort of like I find one or two songs on each album that I think are Fabulous! I mean, they're so well written, and it's the it's epic songs. But it's I don't know. I'm when it comes to Beatles, I'm more of a greatest hits guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. like pack everything into to to like uh one album or maybe a, a double album. Uh, but that's about it. It's like fifteen. 20 songs for me that i think are like really really great stuff
1: yeah you know it one thing that's interesting about the 60s especially the early 60s when when the beatles started coming out and stuff you you had this experimentation yeah i don't feel like we have today and um you know we, we could talk about the white album because the white album is probably their most known record and the thing's like an hour and a half, and I actually listened to this yesterday mm. uh just to kind of get familiar with with refamiliarize myself with with the beatles and stuff like that and and I was doing some some research, and I just like i'm gonna throw the the wide album on, and you know obviously there's there's the the hits on there that we all know come together and your prudence and 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 all that, but you also had revolution number no. nine that's like this fucking eight-minute I don't know what it is. Like, it's just – it's not – I don't know if I'd call it music. It's <laughs> it's the stuff. And, and there's a lot of those kinds of songs on this record. There's a yeah. lot of these one, two-minute songs that are just like – I don't know. Like, they were just – and, and I, I heard that this – like, the White Album was actually recorded jam style. Like, they were just in the studio. They would just – rock out and you know if they got a good take then that would become the take i i I heard there's something like over like a hundred versions of revolution you know that they did and and it's just it's kind of an interesting thing to have this experimentation and it it is everything you know like i feel like the wide album was very represent representative of the sixties where they did have a little bit of country. They had a little bit of blues. They had that rock and roll. They still had that, that pop thing. It was like, there's a little bit of something for everybody on there. And, and, um, of course too, it was, it was heavier than usual during the recording. They, uh, they actually did a 27 minute version of Helter Skelter. Mm. The rumor goes and by the end of it, Ringo's hands were fucking bleeding. And, and you hear him reference that in, in one of the songs, like, My yeah. hands are bleeding or something. And, and because they were just going at it so fucking hard that, and just for so long that yeah. these guys were just maniacs. Yeah. And really. that's
2: an epic song for me when it, when it comes to Helter Skelter? Yeah. My God, what a song. Damn. <laughs> when you talk about Helter Skelter, when you talk about songs like why we get my guitar. And weeps and, and, oh, and, yeah. and it's, I don't understand. I don't understand why. Cause it's like you said, this album has something for everybody, mm-hmm. but should it be like that? But maybe it should. I, I just don't <laughs> get it i just can get it because helter skelter
1: damn
2: it's a, a heavy song, song. And, and it is
1: some some people say it was the heaviest song of the time yeah i don't know about that i i, I you know we're, we're going to get into this in in later episodes we're going to talk about you know was helter skelter the first metal song yeah ever we'll talk about that we'll have a debate on that actually <laughs> in, in a couple episodes that, that'll be fun yeah um but Helter Skelter was so influenced in, in the White Album too. I mean, you look at that, that psycho, um, Charles Manson. Yeah. Right. The White Album was huge for him, Helter Skelter. And he, what's, what's really interesting, you took, you know, we, we talked about how the Beatles influenced a lot of musicians, but they also influenced society. And you look at what Charles Manson took, he took that album specifically helter skelter and piggies and and a couple other songs you know he he thought the beatles were the four horsemen of the apocalypse yeah and that these songs on the white album were like the prophecies like these guys were and it was just it's insane and helter skelter the original meaning of that phrase because of the beatles and charles manson's uh interpretation of that, it changed the meaning of helter skelter and and even if you look at it's there, there's a lot of songs uh these days that reference Helter Skelter and the meaning of the the, the Manson Beatles tie, you know and it, it's it's really interesting to see that happen and uh in fact, I got a little clip of Charles Manson talking about the Beatles and the White album. Ooh, scary.
0: What are the people?
1: Kids. Little kids,
3: yeah, they were little kids. I want to hold your hand, you know, yeah, they still want to hold my hand, you know. They They get older, we get older, you know, I mean, uh, but they're just kids as far as I'm concerned. McCartney or whatever his name is, don't know what he's doing. He's up there making music with people that's creating babies all across the country that uh, he's the father of all kinds of. Things that he doesn't even have in the brains to realize, you know. You don't lay with that uh, snake, or the snake is going to eat you sooner or later, you know. Then you look down the street and you wonder why. <laughs> you wonder why your children are all wondering, you know. It's all kinds of different ways and things of doing all kinds of stuff. And Helders- huh? Helter Skelter was uh, their their song. They wrote it. You know, I didn't have no no particular meaning to me. The district attorney picked up on that and made into his uh, made into his trip. You know. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, you got to realize the convicts mind. Uh, 1944, mm-hmm. music's going, uh, well you have it called People are walking on that level and they're saying, yeah, we're going to bu- 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 bu. And you get locked up, boom, in a vacuum. You get back out in 1950. And they're singing day they try to tell us we're too young, too, too, and they're walking a little faster. You get locked back up and boom, it stops again. And you get out in fifty nine and music going, stop dead, stop stay and you say, Wow, man, these people are really you know and then you get locked back up and everything stops. And you get back out in sixty-seven you go over to see the grateful dead and they're Stop and show it to me. Come and ramble around with the score. Ha ha ha! Let's catch a break with the band. Hold the big roll up like a battle dress. Like a ha ha! Hold your mind, 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 man. Your mind's going to billions a mile an hour, man. I say, ooh, you know that's what I call uh, confusion. That's helter skelter, you know. It just means confusion. That's yeah, an English word. It's uh, you know. I bet. And then when the Beatles come up with, I mean, that was their song. They were playing to those teeny boppers. Son, I'm not a teeny bopper. Uh, they, I like their music. Their music was okay, but my music is, uh, uh, my music, I'll tell you where my music goes. Uh, it goes um, riff, Royal Air Force. Uh, don't sit on the apple tree with anyone else but me. I mean, that's where I'm at, you know. In other words, like, uh, I'm still in the bagpipe, you know. I haven't lost the perspective to that, you know. Oh, come on, man. The music gives everyone messages. That's what music does. I mean, how do I have to be, appear like I'm some kind of maniac because uh, I can hear something that the music says? You know, when the music said Song well over the rainbow. You know, in other words, I'm still there over the rainbow. and. Uh, what's that Kate Smith came out with that? Uh, there'll be bluebirds over the white cliffs. Of Dover. I'm still in Dover. I mean,
1: I haven't. Uh, well, that's you know. I what I the know. dude is psycho. That dude is, I'm, I'm glad that oh, back then, at least we had some sort of a justice system yeah. that kept that motherfucker in jail until he died because Jeez. there is no, you know, the, that guy was never going to get rehabilitated. Never i mean i mean just, I mean, just it's, oh man just psycho but but it's interesting how he he talks about that and you know what's interesting too is that he he was a uh, an artist i'm using air quotes artist he 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 did music himself so he, he sort of i guess understood music in a certain way i don't know <laughs> <laughs> he didn't understand the world he, that's no for sure
2: but it, it's because i heard I think it was like Paul McCartney who who commented on, on this, and, and I don't know actually where to start, but, but I think that they didn't actually know themselves how big of an influence they were on society uh, until years later, I mean, after Lennon died. Uh, mm-hmm. And and at the time they were just creating music, having a good time. So, and it's like you said. I mean, if Charles Manson found something in the Beatles, that was nothing that they could even imagine. Paul McCartney. I, I heard somewhere that that both him and and, and Lennon were horrified with with, with all the, all the stuff. That, that happened around there. Um, I mean, it's,
1: I mean, mm-hmm.
2: fuck, that yeah. dude is creep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Well, you, you, you mentioned, uh, Paul talking about, uh, the record. Here's, here's a clip from Paul talking. I forget what show it is, or I don't know if I know what show it is, but he, th- this was right before they released the wide album. And this is him talking about the record.
3: Anyway, Hell us Scales, yeah, um, that came about just because I'd read a review of a record which it, where it said, and this group, it was about some group, I can't remember saying, and this group really goes wild and they and they just, this like echo on everything, they're screaming their heads off, and I just thought, I just remember thinking, oh, it'd be great to do one, that. the pity they've done it, you know, must be great, really screaming record and that. And then I heard their record and it was quite strange and it was very sort of, very sophisticated wasn't uh, rough and and screaming and tape echo at all so I thought oh well we'll do one like that then and uh, I had this song called Helder Skelter which is just ridiculous song so we did it like that because I like
1: noise so there you go and and what's interesting is you uh you, you mentioned the Beatles influence on society and that they didn't even realize the the influence that they had so let, let, let's let talk about some stuff that I kind of stumbled on, and I had no idea that any of these existed. But there's actually a conspiracy theory going on, going around out there, that the Illuminati created the Beatles to control <laughs> the young people with mind-altering drugs to control society as a whole.
2: Yes, I believe that one. I believe. <laughs> That's true. That's true right there. Yeah. Yes, at least for I mean them. they did
1: though. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you, well, it, it's fucking nuts, man. You 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 look at some of this old footage, right? These guys can't go anywhere without a hundred million girls trying to get to them. Yeah, like it's insane. It is. Like I mean, you might know how it feels, you being a big rock star and everything. Ah, ah. You know, I but me. I I can't imagine that. I can't imagine like not being able to leave a building, a hotel room, your house, get out of a car. I mean, you can't even go to the grocery store. No. There's no way. It was the same thing for Elvis though. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like. More with the Beatles. I feel like it was more with the Beatles because there was four of them and Uh not just one. So I feel like it was just like on an exponential level that this was going on. And yeah, but it's uh,
2: Illuminati though.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Illuminati. Right. And, and to go along with this, to back this up, if you look at the Sergeant Peppers record, the album cover, all the people that are on there are actually all the Illuminati. They're the Illuminati, right there.
2: Yes, they are. <laughs> I believe so. Oh, well,
1: man, I mean, would they really make themselves like put themselves out if they're would the Illuminati out themselves on a Beatles record? I think that's the question you got to ask yourself.
2: But but the, the people are, that are spreading this myth have they even thought about it? I mean, really. Are the people that spread these kinds of rumors, are they thinking people, really? <laughs> I mean, for real? The Illuminati?
1: Well, I mean, mean mm-hmm. that, that, that that actually is one of the, the, the more minor ones, right? If you yeah. look at, of course, they're Satanists, right? Yes. Because yes. there's all these references to the Eye of Horus. Yes, you know, on album mm. covers and stuff like that. Mm. But again, they're rock and roll; they're famous. So you know, yes. society had to go. Well, they're the devil; they're the mm. demons, right? So yes. of course. We I believe AMC. that too. So that one they're... is like, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> jeez, Louise, really, Satanists? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Now, now here's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney actually died. In the mid '60s, and he was replaced by a look-alike.
2: <laughs> oh, I remember yeah. that. With, with Do you remember that with Nicky Six from Motley Crew? That was like the same no. thing. Yeah.
1: Which is weird because it Motley Crew covered Helter Skelter. Yes, and shout at the devil. You see? Oh, dude, we got a whole new conspiracy theory now. Yeah, Motley Crew. Motley and Crew and Be- is actually the Beatles resurrected. T- yes,
2: they Here are. Here we go. Say, they go. <laughs> Let's end the show right there. You, we can't That's top it. this. We cannot top this. <laughs> Jeez! Well, okay, there we go. Yeah, oh. that was some drugs, right? Making oh, him into man. the into Motley Crew. Yes, the Beatles are resurrected by see that's Martin why Crude. the
1: cover of helter skelter was so good
2: yes and that's why you got like shout at the devil you see with the pentagram that's right
1: because they were satanists
2: yes satan mm-hmm. satanist illuminati helter skelter there we go
1: that's right yes look at that man it's mm-hmm. insane but you know what what i find is interesting um about this Paul McCartney death thing is there's all these uh these things that people look for like on on the the album covers right you've got going back to the Sgt Pepper lots of going on with the Sgt Pepper album cover not not only uh was it the illuminati on there but apparently it's also his funeral it was mccartney's funeral oh, man it depicted that. So I guess the Illuminati were at the funeral. Yes. Maybe? I don't they know. They were. Yeah. But and having a good time. This... <laughs> you see? So I referenced this song earlier on the Wyatt album. There's the song called uh, Revolution Number Nine. Yeah. And it's this, this fucking whacked out song. And I guess if you play that backwards, you can hear them say, Turn me on, dead man. So apparently that's proof that Paul McCartney died. Oh. And then also on the wide Album, the song I'm So Tired, yes. you can hear Paul is a dead man. Miss him, miss him, miss him. Oh, yes. And and one of Philip Schau's favorite records, Abbey Road, on the cover of that, yeah. right? That depicts apparently a funeral procession. yeah <gasps>
2: Each oh. one, you know, because
1: if you look at Paul McCartney, apparently his step is off from the others, which indicates that he's dead. Yep. There's also pictures of him, um, promo pictures of him sitting in like the, you know, those big trunks that they used to use. Like he's sitting inside so that that trunk represents him in a coffin, oh, all man. this stuff. So, I mean, there's a lot to back this up, but I oh. I, I, think, I think they just became Motley Crue. The, you see? You see? I I think that's the only one that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Yes. But see, this happened after Stephen King, the horror author, and the U.S. government killed John Lennon.
2: Ah, the U.S. government. Oh,
1: yes. Apparently, Nixon and Reagan, right? They thought the Beatles were an attack on American values. Yeah, they were, because so, they were from Britain, So of course. Right. So they got together with Stephen King, mm-hmm. and they assassinated John Lennon. Oh. Because, you know, murder's okay. Yes. American values, murder, that's fine. That's right? fine. But yeah. rock music is not. No. So they 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 must have had to bring Lennon back from the dead to create Motley Crue. I yeah. I think that's... And everybody we have to, we have em- to look Everybody in
2: that. America owns a gun it, either way, so.
1: hmm hmm
2: You see? <laughs> or am I out on a limb
1: right now? Well, no, it, it's no, true It's true But, I mean, th- there, there's some wacky, wacky yeah. conspiracies on that, man That's just yeah. insane It's it's It's, but fun. It, it's
2: I, I'm not surprised even there Because, I mean, like I think still that that the Beatles are bigger than themselves If you know what I mean I mean, mm-hmm. still to this day, you you can uh, go watch Paul McCartney playing live and playing all those great songs, and he sells tickets like, yeah, uh, you know, I don't know, I I bought some tickets for a friend of mine who who, who couldn't stand in line that day. So uh, I mean, the the tickets themselves go. Between like two and three hundred dollars. Mm. So you see, it's bigger than themselves. I mean, it that's is one beetle.
1: It's one, just one out of the four. Yes. Who's so, been dead, and he got replaced by a lookalike. It's yeah. not even Paul McCartney. No, it's, it's Nick Six.
2: Look-alike. No, oh sorry, Stinky <laughs> <like> Six. <laughs> you see, but it's 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 like that when you create like epic. You create epic music like the Beatles did. It, it, even though uh, I I do not get it sometimes, but still I know about like creating music, and I know the influence they had on on the community at the time, and on people and other musicians and so forth, and all the name dropping for, from 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 artists around that time and and even in the 70s or 80s that they referred mm-hmm. to the beatles i I understand it and I understand the conspiracy theories also because I mean it, it's i mean there is conspiracy theories with, with with both um Jim Morrison and Elvis Presley and and of of course those were like the biggest bands or, or artists that ever come out the face of the earth with, with like, I mean, Jim Morrison, an iconic front figure in, in a band, a, a, a iconic singer, and you got like Elvis Presley. I mean, damn, that dude can sing. and And then you got like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and so forth. But I mean, the Beatles, like you said, they, they were into creating music that everybody could listen to. So, so mm-hmm. it was everybody was into it, to them. I mean, you, I don't know for a fact that the, the Stones didn't have a lot of girls at their show, but it it was insane when it came to the Beatles. I mean, you you can mm-hmm. go on YouTube and and like you said before, watch some some of the shows f- from the sixties, and and it, it's total mayhem. You can you can't even hear the Beatles play because all of all all of the, the the screaming from 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 girls and women in the audience. Mm-hmm. It's it's they they're creating something that they actually didn't know what they were doing experimenting with with all the different kinds of styles and so forth and and I mean there were musicians that that started out playing in in Hamburg Germany uh, at dive bars and, and and I mean underground clubs and so forth so they learned, how to take an audience they learned how to be musicians by playing each and every night i mean i read somewhere that mm-hmm. 2 or 3 sets a night were were nothing for the beatles they did that with their eyes closed and they continued <laughs> doing that for a couple of years before they got famous so when they're rolling into this they they knew one another the four members knew one another Back and forth, if you know what I mean, and and it's so I'm I'm not surprised about the conspiracy theories at all. So creating mm-hmm. uh, like a large than life band right there,
1: they are even today. I mean, yeah, I I can't like my kids. I, I never really taught them about the Beatles per se, but no. they know who the Beatles are. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you you can't. There, I f- I feel like the Beatles are one band. Besides maybe Elvis, that mm-hmm. everybody knows. You don't even have to say Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is say Elvis, and there's other Elvis. Even there's Elvis Costello, right? There's other Elvises, but you say Elvis, and everybody knows who you're talking about. And I feel like if you say the Beatles, you know you're talking about the rock band and not even the the VW car, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It, it it's they they they've created that 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 thing that I don't think any band has ever really done. And and the problem that I have with Elvis is that Elvis never did. He didn't write his own music. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he didn't do any originals, but you know, he didn't write any of his stuff. He was no. a performer and I guess there's nothing wrong with that. But when you look at the Beatles, they actually wrote, what they you know they they were amazing songwriters and you alluded to this earlier you know you, you have to respect what they did and that's why i think the beatles are better than elvis right because they everything start to finish was them elvis not so much yeah,
2: yeah I, I agree to a certain point but but i i like elvis though i mean what a performer what a singer I mean, you couldn't – I think you couldn't have – I think that Beatles wouldn't exist without Elvis. Hmm. Yeah, he painted the scene for everybody. He took, like, stuff that that you were not supposed to sing about. You're not supposed to have the black music come into the white community like that but he grew up around it he he went to all those juke joints and 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 listened to to uh, the black folks playing their, their songs uh, sneaking into those those places and and listening to to great singers and, and and players and have that with him going into his career um i i think it, it had a lot to do with, with bands like the Beatles and the Stones be able to say that we support these kinds of music. Because I, I do hear a lot of of, of the folk stuff from, from from the black community in the Beatles, but more so in mm. the Stones. And I don't think that they would have the courage to do that if Elvis wasn't first, hmm. I think so. So,
1: so j- just so I- I'm clear, so you're saying that he that Beatles weren't influ- influenced musically per se, but that he paved the way to do that kind of music to use those influences of the old, uh, you know, the blues and stuff like that. I, right? I, is that is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah,
2: I, th- I think that that Elvis was the guy that took the, the black music to the masses if you know what I mean. He he exposed everything. He made people um aware that they're where it came from. He he never okay. said I I uh this is my music. He always said well this comes from me growing up in, in, in Tupelo, Mississippi going listening to the gospel choir down down the street going to a juke joint and, and hearing uh the blues playing, being played and, and, and so forth so i think that um, cuz in like the, the early 60s the, the 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 white community um they was getting more interested in in the the um, the, the the black music per se because they had uh, oh um oh I forgot um, the festival in, in the Newport yes festival and they had a lot of of of, of black old black um, musicians coming into play and I think that it it couldn't happen I believe it couldn't happen. If it wasn't for Elvis, uh, because he was like, who are you to to say that Elvis Presley is wrong when everybody bought his music? Going back and say, hey, no, we didn't know that you were singing the the black people's (laughs) music. Hey, we don't want nothing to do with this. It's, It's already too late. And, right, and he was talking, and, and and you could feel him going into that that music with, with the gospel and, and so forth. And he celebrated the, the black music like, well, you know. So I I agree I, I, I
1: agree because yeah. my my mother was a huge huge Elvis fan, so Elvis was always on in, in my house, and maybe that's why I have a sort of. what's the word disdain for Elvis because it was not anything I wanted to listen to Mm -hmm. and I didn't appreciate it. And I mean, but, but definitely there's a lot of Elvis songs. You feel like you, you just walked into a Baptist church Mm -hmm. down in the middle of Mississippi or or somewhere. Right. And, and, and it is insane. And it's interesting because you, you mentioned the Rolling Stones and I definitely hear that Elvis influence in the Stones. Yeah, of course. Definitely 100%. Yeah. Yeah. The Beatles I have a hard time hearing it, but I I do see what you mean though. I do understand that that they they that he just opened that that door for mm-hmm. that allowed them to to go yeah. down that road. I don't road. think that, that so,
2: they were influenced by by Elvis, but I think that they were influenced by what he what he came with, what kind of baggage that he came with,
1: musically. You know, it, it's a, it's an interesting thing when you when you look go back and look at music history because mm-hmm. if you go back even into the twenties and the thirties, we had you know you'd go into some of these clubs and it was black musicians performing. Yeah. There somehow the music was okay, mm. and then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then it became okay again. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, this it's, wave. Yeah, it's crazy, right? And and it's I, you know, I I'm thankful that we we have all those artists back then. Oh because, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I I don't think we'd have metal today if it wasn't for no. all those. You know, even even to a certain extent, like Nat King Cole and all those those artists back yeah. in the day. I just I feel like it's. We, we, we are so lucky to live in this time to have those people that are black and white willing to take that chance and create music that people never heard before. Yeah. Right? I agree for sure. So. Yeah. It, it, and, and even the Beatles, they, you know, like it, everybody listening out there, if you've not listened to the White Album, start to finish go do it because it's an experience. It is. And you you, you may not like every song on it. I I know I didn't like every song on it. And and, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) But it's an experience and it shows you what I I think true musicianship is. Yeah. That I feel like we've lost a lot, you know, a little bit of that along the way. Yeah. We've gone too commercial. We've left the art behind. And that's why I feel like, you know, for me – I'm stuck in the 60s, 70s, and 80s because I feel like that's when people could experiment. You know, and and we'll talk about the 80s in, in upcoming seasons, but, you know, the 80s was a lot like the 60s. We had music was, you had bands like the Depeche Mode along with Men at Work and Huey Lewis and Genesis, and you still had Aerosmith pumping stuff out. You still had some of the older 70s bands, and we have this eclectic mix you know, you've got the cult coming out. That's this little punk, yet it, it appeals to, you know, like my wife. She's a big Depeche Mode fan, and she's the one that actually turned me onto the cult. So you had a lot of this crossover stuff mm. that people could just get into, mm. just like the 60s. You had the, the folk stuff like Joan Baez and all that stuff, along with Jimi Hendrix, along with the Beatles, mm. Beat Purple, Iron Butterfly. hmm it's but, just, it's uh, and, crazy uh, you yeah, left that behind yeah
2: and, that, and that's what i meant with with elvis paving the way for all those artists because mm-hmm. if, if a quick recap you, you got elvis then you got the beatles and then you got the stones and then you get Left Zeppelin and then you got black sabbath and then you get metal per se and mm-hmm. if it wasn't for elvis none of that would ha- happen at, at at least not that fast because it took a while, because it's like you said, all the beautiful music that that came out f- from from the black community with all all the, mm-hmm. I mean, the gospel and the blues. I mean, it's so dear to my heart, uh, and music that I still listen to this to this day. And it, and mm-hmm. I think that Elvis paved the way for for those bands to be able to to go in and say, hey. We're creating this and we're doing it ourselves the way we want it. Uh, but they got influenced because they knew about the, the the really old stuff that came from the '40s and '50s in in of course in in America that right. and, and then they in, created in the south. Yeah, in the that. south. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so w- without Definitely. Elvis, the, there wouldn't be. Uh, uh, and and uh, a Black Sabbath or an Iron Maiden or or Metallica or something like that. Even though you, you people out there saying, "Hey, there's nothing similar between Elvis and Metallica," well, I beg to differ. Because if you look at, I mean, you can. There is a red, red line and red thread that you can follow, follow right. Mm-hmm. Down to 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 Elvis and and through Beatles and and Black Sabbath and and Stones and so forth. So well, it, you
1: look at Glenn Danzig. Yeah, he was heavily influenced by Elvis. Oh yeah, he did it. He just released a, an Elvis cover album. Yes, right. He was influenced. So don't tell me that Elvis did not influence metal because and punk to a certain extent. Oh I yeah. Mean, I mean. Glenn Danzig started out in in the punk scene, not in the metal scene. No. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, last, last, least, last but not least. Yes, last but not least. That's the saying. Too much whiskey. (laughs) Too much whiskey. I can't think. So, did Yoko Ono break up the Beatles? Oh. (laughs) Oh, we didn't talk about Yoko at all. Oh man.
2: Oh, that was a weird time. I, I it was oh, a weird time. Yeah, I I, I oh. should we, should we just leave that one be? I think we so. Just, I think so. Should I don't, we? I don't let have it. it be? Yeah. Oh, just let it be. Yes.
1: Let it be. Let
2: <laughs> let it be.
1: Oh man. Oh uh, fuck! Well, there you go. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this this new season, this new thing where we're we're, we're talking about. The music back in the day on a a whole different level getting into it and uh hopefully you guys have some beatles vinyl at home that you can pop on even if it's not the white album because there's 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 some good stuff out there about the beatles go go listen to abbey road or or one of those and have some fun Mm -hmm. and uh i guess we'll see you guys next week any any last words before we bail for good
2: yes don't forget to subscribe to 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 our show and Visit on on vinyl dot com, and check out our Instagram account at soundsonvinyl. So you get all the latest information everywhere.
1: So all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Yes. All right. All right. And with that, until next week. Later. Later.
0: This has been Sounds on Vinyl, hosted by Mike Svenson and Bill Boyer. But it doesn't have to end. Join the Sounds on Vinyl community at soundsonvinyl.com forward slash community for exclusive content, music documentaries, chats, and more. Sounds on Vinyl is produced by Booze Hound Music
1: in cooperation with Booze Hound Entertainment. Thanks for listening and all your motherfucking support.